you say what about the reaction to the U.S. winning? Well, look, I think what they did was terrific. I think what women did was inspirational. It should be celebrated. They should have a parade. And uh, if the if 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 the money should be more equitable, then I'm all in favor of it. What I don't like is being lectured to about now I, I have a responsibility to support women's soccer. If I happen to have watched the Women's World Cup and cheered for them, mm-hmm. I, I made some kind of commitment that I wasn't aware of <laughs> that I have to now start showing up at women's soccer games. Uh, here's what Darren Ravel of the Action Network tweeted to his 2 million followers. So what can you do to support the U.S. women? Start, go, start by going to National Women's Soccer League's games. Some of those attendance figures at those games are not indicative of the throngs of people who say they love the game come World Cup time. If you believe in the sport and the game, show up. I didn't realize the lack of attendance at women's soccer games was a national crisis, did you? Well, I just, again, I mean, you look, you have to recognize the interest in the Women's World Cup for what it is. First of all, it's people get interested in the World Cup because other people, because people are interested in World Cup. And because it's a big national event. It's a national event. I mean, their friends talk about it. They talk about it. They don't, they don't, there's a, there's a segment of the population that could care less about soccer that watches the World Cup. And then there's a bigger segment of the population that might care a little bit about soccer that isn't particularly interested in watching women's professional soccer. This, I mean, to connect the two is foolhardy. Here's Budweiser, apparently, when they announced that they're going to be a sponsor for the National uh, uh, Women's Soccer League. They took out a full-page ad in the New York Times that said, the world will watch them play today. Who will watch them play tomorrow, read the ad. Now, the problem is, you know, who watched them play yesterday? You know, no one. Tomorrow, the women of the U.S. national team will return to their club teams in the National Women's Soccer League, and many don't realize they play these games in front of empty stadiums. It's the best women's soccer league. It's in our own backyard, yet we let it go unwatched. How can we support the U.S. women's national team if we don't support the women's game? You see? I mean, you shouldn't have been watching yeah. that Women's World Cup if you're not going to show up at Washington Spirit games and cheer on the Washington That's right. Spirit. We allowed you to have the cookie. Now you have to eat your Brussels yes. sprouts. Yes, that's that. That's that. Also, when they say many don't realize they play in front of half-empty stadiums, many don't realize that there is a women's professional league at all, and many don't care that yes. there is one. Yes. So th- this is the familiar refrain we hear about women's sports. They're not covered enough. They're not featured enough. They're not supported enough. As if there's some sort of moral obligation right. by by uh, private companies who are in the business to make money, like this radio station, mm-hmm. like newspapers, like others. There's some kind of moral obligation to cover sports that most of their readers won't care about. Yeah, look. Or most of their listeners won't care about. There's a segment of the population that loves golf. But golf participation has fallen off. Courses that were opened have closed. Does the country have an obligation to start playing golf to prevent this? No. It's We're in a world of supply and demand. Yeah. There's not a lot of demand for people to go see women's soccer. And off the excitement of Brandy Chastain taking off her shirt, 
20 years ago today, by the way. Okay. Um, that, that there was this, this, this unbelievable, uh, outpouring of, of, of love for women's soccer to the point where they said, Oh, everybody wants to watch it. Now we got to launch a league and they did. And initially there was a bump. Mia Hamm played for the DC team. Yes. The first game at RFK stadium, they drew 35,000 fans. By the fifth or sixth game, they're playing in front of four and 5,000 people, and that's where the core was. The other people showed up just to see the big event. Oh, the launch of a league. Mia Hamm, she's a big star, played for the U.S. But the reality is it's not it's not something that people want to spend their money on, and so why are we being told we have to do it? Yeah, I mean, like we're, 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 we're basically being shamed into watching the sport that they admit nobody watches. Yeah. You know? I mean, so th- there's no more – I mean, I – it's just such an Aunt B kind of attitude. There's this moral obligation, like like this is the right thing to do or something like that. Who People who have limited amount of leisure time and limited amount of dollars to spend on entertainment, and that's what they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. entertainment. And they have to, set, to take a chunk of that time and a chunk of that money aside now because they have an obligation right. to support women's soccer. This is a load of garbage. And, and these... These women are not exactly on food stamps. I mean, yes, they're, and I agree, they should be paid equally to the men uh, in, when they compete in international yes. competition. But, you know, Zach Ertz's wife is, is one of the, Julie Ertz is one of the star players. Zach Ertz makes a couple million dollars a year playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. She, she is able to, to live a, a pretty good life, and, and I think a lot of them are like that. And I don't, I don't think that, again, we as citizens of the United States should – find it in our hearts and our, our moral responsibility to support this league. It's just, or any league that involves women's soccer. If you want to watch it, go watch it. If you don't want to watch it, don't. Yeah. As simple as that. Look, I mean, I, I, I hope they're successful. I hope the, the national women's soccer league is a huge success, mm-hmm. but don't, don't sit there and lecture people right. that they have to now go, go to these games. You know, I mean, the nerve of people to say, well, if you sat there and watched that Women's World Cup, then you're really shirking your duty <laughs> right. by not showing up at women's professional soccer. It's re- it's it's a ridiculous argument. It makes them look foolish. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like you you show up at um, I don't know. Uh, let's say it's it's almost like you're saying it's like drugs. We've given you the free cocaine. Yeah. Now we want you to pay for it. Yeah. And and we're no, we're not addicted. I mean, you know, that's that's the argument we used to hear about the Redskins too. You'd hear people say, oh, Washington, D.C., that's a great football town. No, it's always been a good Redskins town because the Redskins are an event, or when they were good, it was an event. Yes. And so people would, and part of you know the reason that people did watch women's soccer is they didn't want to be left out of the conversation, that when people were talking about Megan Rapinoe, people wanted to know who yes. she was so they would watch. It, it, it's become an event that all your friends yeah, uh, particularly all the hipsters. Right. Watch now. Do we have that obligation for other women's sports? Should we start going to WNBA games too? WNBA needs your help. I mean, average per game WNBA attendance was down last year, and it's been dropping since 2010. Mm-hmm. So, do we start? I mean, do do we take out WNBA money and move it to women's soccer? I'm not sure how we do this now. Well, I know that the Olympics come around every four years, and we compete for the gold medal in women's basketball, and I guess people watch that. So if you watch that, you have a responsibility. Yeah, you got to show up, get a season ticket. Support the WNBA, 1-800-636-1067. 
1-800-636-1067. Anything Tom says offend you? Anything he says you disagree with? Or is he right? Why are we being hectored about moral responsibility to watch women's soccer just because they won the World Cup? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Andy Poland, Tom Lavero, in for Chad Dukes. Don't go away. 1067. The Fan. Andy Poland, Tom Lavero, in for Chad Dukes. We've had themes. Yesterday was cop shows. Today is what? What's the theme today? Whatever makes Tommy happy. There you go. And that should always be the theme, by the way. And Tommy is not happy to the scolding <laughs> ninnies who say, Well, you enjoyed your World Cup, didn't you? Yeah, you can't you can't watch that Women's uh, World Cup if you're not going to support them year-round. Now you got to show up. They're playing in front of half-empty stadiums. I bet, you, I bet you didn't know this was a shotgun wedding when you were watching that those games. Go to your wallet. Schlep to the games. You have a moral responsibility to support women's soccer. Really? Let's go to Sam. Sam, you agree with that? I agree with what you guys are saying. I kind of understand the sentiment of what they're saying because, I mean, if you if you want to support equal pay, right, you gotta you gotta live, you know, you gotta step up and do this. However, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. It's not like an obligation; it's it's an enjoyment thing. So that's why I was gonna ask you guys what you think about kind of a trailblazing sport like tennis, right? Tennis has kind of gotten to that point where it's equal pay. And I'm just wondering what you guys think about that. Like mixed martial arts, other things are kind of not really forming to that level, but I'm just trying to figure out what you guys think, how tennis got there, right, over the decades. Tennis, first of all, the women's tennis game, I think, is is as good or better than the men because they have longer volleys. Uh, The players are very compelling figures. Sometimes they've been very attractive over the years. But they are very compelling personalities, and they have been. Right, and and it's an individual sport, so it's a little bit different. Right, it's than, a star power sport. Right. And, and, I mean, you could argue that the women have had more star power over the years right. than the men, going back to Billie Jean King. And she's the one that really got the ball rolling on equal pay. She, yeah. she said this is not right, and it took courageous stands by people like Billie Jean King now, also. Now, the equal pay issue... I mean, I've been trying. I've, I've I've done a lot of research lately on this with soccer. It's very complicated. It's not just you know. I mean, like you can you could come up with figures and arguments on both sides mm-hmm. on this. So it's a complicated issue. But uh, again, I have no problem if they're if 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 the numbers turn out that they are deserving of equal pay, that they should get it. There's Claudia. Hi, Claudia. Hi. Go ahead, Claudia. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we hear you. Okay. Um, I think that your argument is completely wrong because if you look at the statistics, the revenue that is generated from the U.S. national teams on the women's side is way higher than the men's teams generate. Well, then they'll, they'll, they, don't need, they don't need our money then to go watch them play professionally. That's not what I'm saying. That, I'm saying that the women deserve to be paid as much or more than the men because they're, A, performing a lot better than the men are in these games and specifically in the World Cup, but they're also making more money for the U.S. soccer. You know, Claudia, you may be right about that, but that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're debating. What, we're what? talking about if if you enjoyed watching the Women's World Cup, in, uh, do you then have an obligation 
to go to women's professional soccer games and support it. That's what we're arguing. Grandma. Okay. 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 Bye, Claudia. Have okay. a nice day. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Cruz. Cruz, you're on the air. Good afternoon. Hey, hey listen. Hey, guys. Great to hear your voices, man. I'm I'm a longtime listener of when um you know the other um radio station. But look, let me tell you something. What you guys are saying is it's women's soccer is a niche sport. Yes. It was great what they did, and it's awesome and it's amazing, man. If I, I if if I could have watched the games, I could have, but I was at work. But at the end of the day, listen, look, and like uh, 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 Tom said, it's like it's very complicated when you start talking about who pays who, what they pay, and everything like that. A lot of people don't know that actually the 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 governing body pays these women. A, a proportionate amount of the money that what they get from their uh, perspective, um, teams. their teams, yeah, and yeah. They, they like pay. That. They pay on the team. Th- thanks for the call. Let's not cloud the issue. The, the issue is not. It's not pay. Yeah, we're not talking about whether or not the women should get equal pay. I think we're in agreement that if they've earned equal pay, yes, they should get equal pay. the The issue is that the scolding mob is saying to those of us who watch the games. Oh, well, if you enjoyed yourself watching Women's World Cup, then you have to support women's professional soccer. You better show up. Yeah. You you better show up. And we're saying, no, we don't have to do anything we don't want to do. Now, let me point out, let me do my part uh, to make sure that you do this. The Washington Spirit, they uh, they play locally here. They play at the Montgomery County... The Maryland Soccer Soccer Plex in Montgomery County, yeah. Uh, They have two World Cup players, Rose Lavelle and Mallory Pugh. They're fourth in the National Women's Soccer League with a 5-3-3 record. They are eighth in attendance in a nine-team league, averaging 2,900 fans a game. Their next home game is 7 p.m. Saturday. So consider this my public service. Okay. I I live in Germantown. Maybe I'll hold a tailgate before the game and get everybody fired (laughs) up and and all those who have moral responsibility to show up for this game, we can all get fired up before it begins. Ian, hello. Yeah, you know, Tom, I heard you on on Kevin's podcast talking about this as well. I think this is an interpretation thing because I, I agree with your point that you shouldn't be forced into anything. I love soccer. I love women's soccer. I've attended a NWSL game, and I attended the league prior regardless of my World Cup affinity. So I've enjoyed it as an independent product, but I didn't interpret their marketing to be a responsibility. I think it was more like, hey, let's continue to support these women. You've supported them so well at the World Cup. Let's continue to support them in their domestic leagues. So why? Really why? Why? It, why is why? that important? Why? Yeah. why do you have to? Okay. I don't think it's a have to. So again, it's an interpretation thing. I think they're saying if you have a connection, let's use the two DC players, Rose Laval, who won the bronze ball, and Mallory Pugh, an up and coming player. You, what they're trying to appeal to is trying to say, hey, you supported them here. Continue to support them here and help them yes, earn money, but, gain exposure, but Ian, gain the, this. The Budweiser ad indicates many people aren't aware. That they play in front of half-empty stadiums. That you know, like, like I, this I is think, like. Do you know that children go to bed hungry at night? We need to do something about this. I did not. 
I did not take it that way. I think they I were did. trying to say, look at this league. People don't realize this. You guys can support the same people here. It's like, just to use your tennis analogy, when Roger Federer and Djokovic and Nadal, they never come to the city open. But when they'll get a little bit older, when they were younger before that, they needed to play at that lesser event. You almost were saying, hey, support these guys in their infancy, Zverev or some of their lesser players. So I think you're trying to leverage a personal connection. Of course, they're trying. It's a it's a marketing leverage yeah. move, but their 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 language is 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 yeah. is so condescending. Of course, it is. I mean, how can we support the women's national team if we don't support the women's game? In other words, you can't do one without the other. Right. You can't support the women's World Cup if you don't show up for these games. And translation. Hey, we're Budweiser. We're dumping millions of dollars into this. We'd like to make it worth our while. Of course, it's a marketing ploy to strike when the iron's hot. I get that, but but there's no exp- there's no duty here. There's no obligation here. You can watch women's World Cup soccer and then forget about women's soccer again for four more years. Yeah, I'll still come back. You know, it's not like uh, I haven't met my responsibility by going to six games of this professional league. Jordan, you're on the air. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? All right, Jordan. Hey, so I agree um, because I have, you know, I've watched the, you know, U.S. men's national soccer team and the U.S. women's national soccer team. I'm I'm not a huge uh, soccer fan, but I do enjoy supporting the national teams on the international level. Um, but personally, I don't watch the, you know, I don't watch DC United play just because yeah. it's really not my sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a, there's a segment of the population level. like that. Yeah. There's people who every four years, you know, they become soccer fans because it's a fun thing to root for something involving your country. Now you don't get to do it with men that often because they're pretty. They stink. <laughs> they didn't when make it the World Cup. They didn't the make it. Cup. The women happen to be pretty good at it. Yeah. But yeah, there's a segment of the population that are watching it that could care less about soccer and could really care less about women's soccer. Okay. We, uh, we'll, we'll get to more on this. Don't go anywhere if you're on the phones. Uh, they're lit up like a Christmas tree right now, and it's the middle of July. What do you, what do you know? <laughs> Andy Poland, Tom Lavero. We have obviously struck a nerve, or Tom has with his column, saying those who say you have a moral responsibility to support professional women's soccer, really, do we? 1-800-636-1067. More of your calls coming up. Adam Silver says we got to figure out a way to get our arms around this free agency. We'll deal with that at 5. Don't go away. Stay with us. 1067. The Fan. Mike Douglas was good. Mike I mean, Douglas. these were afternoon talk shows. Well, when I was a kid, Merv was at night. When? In the 70s. Oh, that's very late. Very late near the end. He had an afternoon talk show. I think later he was afternoon, but he moved... His show from New York to L.A. and at one point was like prime time. Uh, Channel 5 used to run it here. Anyway, let's uh, not get too far afield as we need to get back to our moral responsibility. Andy Poland, Tom Lavero, and that is women's soccer, where we are being told, well, since you watch the World Cup, you have a moral responsibility to support women's professional soccer. You need to watch the games on television, and you need to go to the games. Is that so? You buy that. Let's go to Sue. Sue, go ahead. You're on the air. Hi, Andy and Tom. Sue from Bethesda. Hi, Sue. Um, Sue. 
Hi. Hello. Hey, full disclosure. Um, I have played soccer since I was a young child. I'm 50 now. Played D3 in soccer or in college. Mm-hmm. I still play a, in a league. So, um, you know, I'm coming at this um, topic at a, from a perspective, you know, different from a lot of other people. Um, much like the prior caller, I think um, how the, the message is being received that's come out during the World Cup comes from one's perspective and the prism, the prism through which you're viewing it. Whereas Tom, and I, I did read your article, and I appreciate the fact that you say, like, you, you know, you hope women's soccer succeeds on a big scale in the U.S. Um, I didn't take um, or consider what Darren, is it Ravel of the Action Network said, uh, or what other people have said as, as um, a demand or a direction or a moral imperative that it's on you now to support women's soccer. I interpret it more as, hey, if you've enjoyed this tournament over the, over the last month and the personalities, the skill, the teamwork, the success of the U.S. national team, this isn't something you only have to watch or enjoy every four years or every two years when it's World Cup or the Olympics. Did you know you may have a team right in your own backyard? And to your point, the attendance at some of those games is is abysmal, but you can see world-class talent locally. And so, hey, if if you're thinking to yourself, God, I've loved this. This is fantastic for women's sports and women's soccer. And athletics overall, but you know it's it's just too much for me to solve the problem. Except of that, why except, are women's athletics except that treated Sue, differently? Here's a chance. That's that's not the way it's worded. The way it's worded, and read some of the wording there, Tom, as to how. Okay, here's Darren Ravel, and this is the yes, part yes. I, 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 that that bothers me in Ravel. Okay, some of those okay. attendance figures at those games are not indicative of the throngs of people who say they love the game come World Cup time. So basically right. what he's doing there, he's saying, don't be a fraud and say you love women's soccer at World Cup okay. and then disappear. Mm-hmm. I think you have the option to do just that. Yeah. I think right. I think most people will do just that. I don't think most people thought they were signing up for some kind of commitment to women's professional soccer. Yeah, if it was worded the way you said it, Sue, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Hey, realize you've got these same women playing in the professional leagues, you might want to watch them. Instead, it's like, well, you were there for the for the party. Now you need to go there mm-hmm. for the actual work. You know? Yeah. Right. How, here's the Budweiser right. ad. How can we support the U.S. women's national team if we don't yeah. support the women's game? It's not an either-or situation. You should be yeah. able to and- enjoy women's World Cup soccer and not have to show up to watch women's professional soccer. I think you're missing a, a, a good game if you don't, but you're right. Now, Budweiser, too, the ad, that has the whole additional layer of, yeah, now they've invested in right. the yeah. NWSL and women's soccer, so they want people to go of to the course. Yes. yes, I get that. Um, all right. And can I ask can I ask you a question? And the analogy isn't a perfect one, but I wonder what the conversation would be. Let's say the Super Bowl was, you know, tons of people watch the Super Bowl who never, ever watch or rarely watch a regular Super That's the game. case. If That's someone, exactly the case. There's 150 okay. million people who watch the Super Bowl. The NFL doesn't get right. those kind of ratings for regular season. Right. Right, right. So I think I think you can look at it both ways. Like I said, I just want, as a soccer fan, um, I wanted to present the way I'm reading these things, which I think is with a little... I, I don't want to use the defense the word defensive Tom because that's accusatory and I don't 
I don't feel like you're being defensive, but I think as a fan, a lifelong fan and player, I'm looking at these as kind of encouraging messages. And you're right. Perhaps the wording of some of them yep. um, could have been tweaked to make them come across more clearly. So okay. thank you. Sue. Okay. Thank Sue, you. very good phone call and good luck to, to you on the soccer field as well. What do they call it? The pitch, the pitch, good luck on the pitch. Yeah, well, she's, she's a real player. Let's go to Johan. Yes. Johan. Hey, Andy, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, we can. All right. Yeah. My, my point, that was, that was a great call. My point is it kind of reminds me of a league of their own. When, like, after the uh, the war was over and the guys are coming back and Mr. Harvey of Harvey Bars was going to cancel the league and the guy says, I want to keep the league going, I think I got a product here, where was the, where did the product go, you know? So, you know, there there's times of peak times of interest and demand that don't last throughout the entire, you know, year or through an entire season. I mean, these are the absolute best women in the world competing. I don't want to see the diluted product when I go down to Gatesburg and see two of two, see two women just dominate, you know, some, some high schoolers or some, you know, D3 college women. It's not the same game. At that level, it's a completely different game. If I got that level of game all the time, I would probably tune in. All right. And, and it's also doesn't have the same importance. This is the United States of America. Yeah. This is this is your representing your country. There's a lot of sports that I watch in the Olympics that I would never watch. Listen, if they had if they had a demolition derby representing nations, people would watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just we, because it represents your country. Now that's not necessarily I don't necessarily get into that, but a large segment of the population does. Hmm. So again, you've got you've got a segment of the population that are watching this event that don't even care about the sport itself. Mm-hmm. Won't watch soccer any other time of the year, men's or women's. Right. There's a large segment of that population who are like that. Yeah, it's 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 a it's representation of the red, white, and blue. We're we're behind that. But you know, once you go back to reality of professional women's soccer, it's just soccer, and it's women playing soccer. Which, if you like that, fine. But you don't have a responsibility to go watch it. Alex, go ahead. Uh, so I'm a history buff. I've read the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. Nowhere in there did I see it's my duty as an American to watch a European sport in America that I don't care about. You could put an American flag and a USA logo on a deli cutter, and I will support them on the national scale. I'm not going to go to my grocery store and cheer on every deli clerk there is. Okay. I don't care. All right. Well, okay. I, Peyton Manning would remember cut that meat, cut that meat. <laughs> but but you're obviously uh, a different. Let's go to Chris. Yes, Chris. Hey guys. Hey, Hi, Chris. Hey, uh, agree with you 100. percent There's definitely no moral obligation um, to to attend these games. Um, however, because I do have a 11 year old daughter, I will definitely be making a trip to. Uh, Aldi Field this year to watch them play because I think they have two games there. I, I understand um, that. I would be too. Yeah. I'd be right there uh, with you if I had a, if I had a kid, uh, a young girl who played soccer. Yeah, I, I think the whole thing though is um, it 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 shows a lot about the group and 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 in general. I think uh, another point though for people who are looking for alternative options um, who may look at the you know current the big four sports and saying, you know, these guys are uh, spoiled brats, whatever you want to call it. They're, they're entitled. Um, this would give you an opportunity to support something. But with that said, I don't think uh, this particular group of women helped themselves out with the one 
who was kneeling for the anthem and things like that. Well, and that right there is going to push about 50% of the people out. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. It's turned off for that. Yeah. It will turn so off that, a segment of the population. Got. You're right. It is It is somewhat polarizing. But, uh, again, it was watched. It was enjoyed. And if it comes back in four years, you may watch it again. But there's no responsibility to watch a different version of it, which is really what it is. Yeah, I think I think the team is playing two games at Audi Field this year. Oh yeah. I don't know what I didn't look at their schedule to see which games they are. Okay. Let's no. let's get one more in. Uh Kenny, finish us up on this. Hey, uh um Andy you sort of uh, uh talked a little bit about what, what my main thought is and that is uh to me I just equated to the Olympics. I love watching gymnastics in the Olympics. Yeah. But there's no way no way I'm gonna be watching gymnastics anytime other than every four years at the Olympics. I mean, at least the women soccer team, they'll get me twice every four years because I'll watch them in the Olympics and I'll watch them in the Women's World Cup. So they should be pretty darn happy. I'm watching them twice in four years. Exactly. Look, the greatest moment, arguably, in the history of United States sports was the U.S. Olympic hockey team beating right. the Russians in 1980. Those were college hockey players. Did we have a moral responsibility to support college hockey? Yeah. No. no. We just liked the story. A bunch of kids who played in college, beat a team of professionals. And then some of them went to the NHL, and some of them didn't. Some of them got on with their lives. And so did we. So here we are. Okay, did we solve anything? No. But we had a lot of fun, didn't we? <laughs> yes, yes, we, we did. did.